up everybody it's your man Danelle aka small guy promotions aka the Omaha fatty and I'm coming with another podcast episode of what's up Omaha yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in to yet another episode you know in the what's up Omaha podcast lineup I appreciate you guys so much um Please, if you're listening, you're tuning in on YouTube, wherever you're taking in the podcast, please consider subscribing so you never miss another episode. Um, if you're on YouTube, you can hit the bell icon to get notifications when new content is released, published. Um, yeah, follow the journey. Stick with us. Uh, we'll be going every week. You know, I always try to release on Sundays. Um did miss a couple of weeks uh, this year so far. I-, I talked about that previously, but that's all good. We're back on it, baby, and uh, we're just coming with new new episodes, man. So I hope you guys enjoy. Again, thanks for coming along on the journey. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, Small Guy Promotions is the epicenter of it all, and Omaha Fatty has come along in the last few years and uh, been something that people have really appreciated and gravitated towards. Thank you guys so much for all of that. Um, Man, I just wanted to talk about, you know, some some current events a little bit. You know, the stuff I don't often talk about, but, you know, the economy is crazy right now, man. Um, we're still having staffing issues at places. Um, you know, I, it's like almost every time I go to a local restaurant, I hear someone saying uh, that it's hard to get staff. Nobody wants to work. Um for what these places are able to pay. And on one hand, I understand it. But on the other hand, I'm like, how did it work before? It seemed like this didn't start really being a thing until COVID hit. So I'm not exactly sure what has changed. Um, but, you know, hey, for the people out there working, if you're in the service industry, maybe uh, this is a an opportunity for you to capitalize and maybe you're getting more tips. Hopefully. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how some people are able to do it. Um because as myself taking uh, a position that has lower income, you know, it can be a struggle, man. It hasn't been for us because, you know, I, I, I have two businesses where I can generate a little extra income. Uh, but, yeah, for some people, I, I just wonder how they do it. So I, I get it. Like livable wage. That's a that's a hot topic, man. Like what is a livable wage? And ten dollars an hour is not a livable wage. Uh, you know, not in today's climate. Twelve dollars an hour is not a livable wage. I'm sorry, man. Like, I, I, I don't know the solution, um, but it's just tough right now. Hopefully we get through this. But, you know, ten or twelve dollars is not a lot of money in general. But when you add on gas being almost five dollars a gallon. Man, that that's a big hit, man. Um, it, it just is like, there's no way around it. And then that's not even talking about the supply chain issues and how supply and demand uh, have been impacted and people are being affected every day. Um, you know, prices at the grocery store are going up, you know, it, it's harder to find deals sometimes. Everything, man, everything. I, I, I said this. I volunteered at my daughter's school uh, before the end of the year, and it was a field trip to the zoo, 
and I, I don't think I'll ever go to the zoo again. I don't care how much people enjoy the zoo. Um, we used to always get a membership and we hadn't had one the last couple of years, but I don't think I have ever gone to the zoo and not had a membership or if I if I did, it was many years ago. Um, but it was like $30 just to get in. And then with that in the IMAX, it was like $36. We took our own lunches and whatnot, so we didn't have to pay for food there. But um, when I was looking at the, the menu, you know, you can get the souvenir cup. Um, but for a soda in the souvenir cup, it was $10. And I'm like, bro, like you guys are cracking. Like I, I know it's not cheap to run that facility and, you know, they got all the animals to take care of and stuff. But like, come on, bro. $10 for a soda. Um, and, you know, like us, you can choose not to indulge in that. But I'm just thinking, I don't I don't mind spending money, but I don't like spending money when I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. So that's why we don't like go to the movies a lot and stuff, because, you know, concessions are ridiculous, man. Like it, it just it's I, I don't know. I, I've talked about it on the podcast before, you know, like how um Arthur Blank, you know, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons years ago, lower prices on the concessions um, because he wanted to make it, you know, more family friendly. And, you know, capitalism at its finest, you know, a lot of people aren't doing that and they just want they need to get that money. So it's hard for me to support stuff like that sometimes. Like if you know that it can be like it's not just someone making like a little money like these people are making a lot of money off of this stuff so it's just tough for me to kind of do that um but yeah man the world right now the united states uh you know oil prices are going up you know they're talking about six eight dollar gallon of gas i know i think i heard like in finland it was like eight or nine dollars a gallon for gas or something like that and i'm like bro like Currently, what I make, if gas went up to $5, if it does go up to $5 or over $5 a gallon, even though I am making money from my side businesses, you know, I might just have to, like, pull the plug and, like, go and apply at another <laughs> place that I make more money at, man, because it's just crazy. Like, I don't know how people are making it when they have families, when you have kids in your home it's not cheap. And I, I, I feel for people like we are fortunate enough in my house that, you know, I, I made a decent salary for many years and uh, my wife has been staying busy with her business or her business. Um, you know, she was working part time as a, uh, the director of a religious education program for a bit, but she just resigned, uh, after this last year. Um, so, you know, I said, we got to grind now because I, I make a lot less than I used to make. Uh, but that's OK, because I'm like, this is my time to do it. Like, this is my time to prove that small guy promotions in Omaha Fatty can make it happen. Like, I may not be able to fully not have employment right now, but that's what I'm trying to work towards. That's what I'm generating. And, and again, thank you guys so much for the support and and all the attention that you give to Omaha Fatty, especially right now, because I'm able to do things that generate 
I'm building up the platform and that allows me to generate uh, revenue so that I can hopefully get in a place that at some point in the future I can do this full time. That's been the goal. That's been the dream. Um, but yeah, so back to the whole like state of the economy and whatnot, it's just they're talking about a recession and, you know, the the value of a dollar and just there's so many factors going on right now. And it's just like. How do how do we how do we come out on top? And like I've been watching a lot of CNBC recently and stuff um, and listening to it. Uh, and like there was some I don't know, he was like a CEO or president of a bank somewhere. Sorry that I don't recall all of the details about it, but <clears throat> he was talking about how people's savings are higher than it's ever been and how our like leisure income or our leisure uh, savings uh, is more now than it's ever been. And I'm like, what? What? Who is he talking about? What demographic of people? Is he talking about that has more savings than ever before? I I have a hard time believing uh, he's referring to low income families. Like that just doesn't that doesn't sound right um, because there's so many people struggling. So, um, you know, as Omaha Fatty, I try to support Tri-City Food Pantry out here in Papillion because that's the local uh one of the local organizations in my area that I, I want to support. And I actually, I, you know what? I've only supported them uh, through sharing content and information. Uh, I need to get better. I need to, I've been meaning to go and shop. I know they need paper supplies. So I think I'm going to run a Sam's club and get some paper towels and some Kleenex or something and, and donate that stuff because I haven't actually made a donation there yet. And I need to do that. I need to hold myself accountable and stop putting that on a back burner because there's people in need. So I need to take care of that. So shout out to Tri-City Food Pantry for doing everything that you do. Melissa Nelson over there. I've known her for years. She's doing great things. Uh, I actually am going to have her on the podcast. We did a live. It was a few months ago on Facebook, but we said that we were going to have her come on the podcast so she can actually give some statistics about the things that uh, she sees in the food insecurities around the Sarpy County area um, because a lot of people don't necessarily think about that. Like I know I didn't think about food insecurity in Sarpy County, um, especially out here in Papillion. I was like, there's low income families in Papillion. I, I didn't really understand that and realize it, but she broke it down for me. So uh, anything can happen. Someone could lose a job. There could be a death in the family. Who knows what someone is going through? Uh, but yeah, again, that that that's talking about like, who has these savings? Again, what demographic of people has more money right now than they've ever had before? Like, I, I just, it's hard to believe. Everything is crazy. You know, my oldest daughter, she's about to be 16 here in a couple of months. Uh, we have been kind of loosely looking for a vehicle. Used vehicles, as they've talked about, has they, they've been crazy. Uh, you know, we don't want to spend too much, and, and we're going to match her for a little bit. Uh, you know, we, we don't do credit, so we're not going into debt. We're not taking out a loan for my daughter to drive a car. Um, she will, she's been working, uh, she saved up 
And like I said, we're going to match her uh, up to a certain point, probably, I don't know, uh, you know, probably like 4000 bucks is what we'll match her up to. And, and you know, we'll just go and pay. Um, I don't know for sure. We'll, we'll see what we can find, but it's it's been tough. I don't want to just get her a beater that's going to break down. Uh, it, it has to be dependable and it has to be safe. Um, but, yeah, it's just crazy right now. My brother-in-law... I don't know, like a year ago. I don't know when it was. He was shopping for a new, newly used car, and uh, the 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 price difference from a new car to a used car was so small that it didn't make sense for him to get a used car. So he got a new vehicle, and I hear people are doing that because you know if you're going to pay that much for a used car, and you only have to pay like a thousand or two more for a new car, why wouldn't you just buy a new car? So, yeah, man, things are crazy. I just, I don't know. I don't think we have felt the pinch yet, my family specifically. But that doesn't mean that people out there aren't struggling. And, you know, I got to do something on my end. I, like I said, I got to step it up and, and, and donate or whatever because I feel, feel like I haven't done that enough uh, these last couple of years. Um, I do, you know, we do try to tip a good amount and stuff when we go out and whatnot. But that doesn't help you know, families that maybe aren't working or whatever. So that's what I got to do. So yeah, mark that down, guys. Uh, hold me accountable if you see this or if you hear this. Make sure that I make a donation to the Tri-City Food Pantry. Uh, Melissa, if you see this, um, I got you. I promise. <laughs> Side note, man, uh, outside of that, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, focus too much on that stuff. Uh, but let me get. Oh, let me tell you about the craziness that happened at work uh, this week. So, you know, I'm 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 the chauffeur, the driver for a local uh, assisted living facility and I had taken one of our residents to an appointment. And on the way back, I had to get ice because we were doing an event. So I, uh, the resident asked if I could take her to Walmart. And I told her, I was like, you don't want to go to like Walgreens or something? Because like, I don't really go to Walmart too much. I go to Sam's Club, but I don't really go to Walmart because stuff is weird at Walmart. Like, you know, people do, you know, people at Walmart.com. You know, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm just not like huge into going to going to Walmart, man. <laughs> and uh, I said, OK, whatever. It's, it's on the way. It's on the way. So we go to Walmart. We we do our little shop and we come out and uh, we're getting ready to leave. We're loading up. I'm loading up the vehicle and across the aisle, I see a full cart return. And in the last cart, there's a backpack. You know, it's like a gray and pink backpack. So I'm like, OK. I told the resident, hey, I'm going to run and grab this backpack real quick so I can uh, take it to the service desk because, you know, that's like the worst feeling when you leave something somewhere and you like are like, oh, my God, like I had all my valuables in there. Like I've left my wallet in places before in the back of a cart before and someone's turned it in uh, at Baker's. Um, so I was like, man, let me go and grab this and, and, and take it in. And I did have this like weird feeling like I saw this guy, he was pushing the car. It looked like he looked at the backpack, but he kept going. Maybe he wasn't looking at the backpack. I don't know. But I was like, man, let me hurry up and run over there so I can grab it 
before somebody, you know, it's out in public. People see something that they can easily take, man. A lot of times people are going to take it. So I'm like, let me, let me, let me do my thing and grab this. I grab it, man. And it was just weirdly heavy. Like I kept, I, I was telling people, I was like, it didn't feel like it was full. The backpack wasn't full, but it just felt like a weird weight in the backpack. So I, you know, I just, I mean, it might have been open a little bit, so I just unzip it a little bit, peek in, and what do I see inside this backpack? A handgun. It was holstered, but it was a handgun. In the parking lot, in a cart return at Walmart, a full parking lot on a on a Friday afternoon, when in the summertime. When, you know, kids are all around a handgun and considering all the stuff that's been going on recently, all the talks about gun violence and whatever else, a handgun sitting in a public place, no one around. There was I had no idea where that backpack came from. So I, I hurry back to the to the to the vehicle and I'm like I tell the resident hey I'm sorry but there's a gun in the backpack I gotta call 911 so I someone please call 911 before somebody gets shot down that's why Clef Jean for for those who, who are not familiar someone please call 911 uh, but yeah like crazy crazy I, in the middle of the day, man, anybody could have picked up this handgun. Fortunately, it was me, someone who, you know, would do the right thing. I mean, who knows who could have grabbed it if it wasn't me? Like, I don't know. I know there's other good people out there, too, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there's a lot of not so good people out there. And, and, <laughs> and again, I don't really like I don't I don't I don't really go to Walmart because that's just not like a place like I'd just rather go to Hy-Vee or, you know, my wife likes to shop at Target. So we'll go to Hy-Vee or Target. I'll go to one of these other grocery stores around Family Fair, Fairway, you know, wherever. Um, But, yeah, I don't usually personally go to Walmart uh, too much unless it's in a pinch and like, you know, I got to get there and some of the other stores aren't open or, you know, they don't have what I need. Like I'm not. Walmart is not my first choice, and that's not because of Walmart. It's because of the people of Walmart. <laughs> uh, so, man, uh, just blew my mind, man. I, I couldn't believe it. So I had to wait for the police officer to get there. And you know, when I called nine one one, they asked, you know, nine one one, Sarpy County nine one one, what is your emergency? I'm like, well, you know, um, it's not really an emergency, but I I just found a handgun in the Walmart parking lot. And they were like, she was like, did you touch it? And I'm like, no, I have no, I did not touch it. I looked in the backpack. I saw it was a handgun. I said, I got to call 911. And then the police officer came, told him what was going on. He asked me again a couple times if I touched it. And again, I'm like, no, I ain't touched this handgun. I didn't seen enough TV to know, you know, <laughs> there could be some bodies on this gun or something like that. Like, I don't know. I'm not touched. No, I touched the backpack. That's all. And it was a female's backpack. I could smell the perfume on it. 
the handgun was on top of like diapers and stuff and like a baby toy. So I, I don't know, man. It was just a real weird thing. And the officer was real cool. Um, I actually saw him a couple days after. Actually, no, I saw him the next day uh, after after that uh, incident because uh, the Bellevue Police Department, uh, you know, they're over by 10th Planet where I, I'm usually at, where I'm, I'm training at. So uh, I saw the officer the next day after that happened. So that was <laughs> that was kind of uh, funny. So I was just like, hey, man, <laughs> thanks again for the help. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that, that's just a little craziness that I was wanting to end the podcast on, man, and tell you guys about it. So with all this talk about gun control and gun safety and all this, whatever, you know, what was struck down with the Supreme Court, uh, over in New York and, you know, you know they're saying it's going to strike down California as well. I don't know the solution again to this either. Like I, I see the problem, but I don't know the solution. Um, and they say like, I don't know if this gun was registered or not. And maybe somebody just got busy because they had the baby. I don't know why the gun was in the, the, the backpack and the, you know, but with the baby stuff, but maybe they got distracted or something. I don't know. I, I'm not a gun owner. I'm not against guns, um, but I feel like, <laughs> hey, man, it's Peter Parker, Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. And if you have a gun, that's a lot of power, and you need to be responsible. Um, and that was so irresponsible. Um, I, I feel like you should not have a gun license, gun permit, if uh, if that's the case. I mean, that. Even if you were distracted, like you can't leave a gun in a public place where anybody could come across and grab it and use it for whatever. Um, that's just unacceptable. So I don't know. I hope they at least find the gun owner and I, I guess they would give the gun back if it's clean. I don't know. But um, th that person probably if it's a if it's a registered person, they probably need to go through like a class again or something uh, to make sure that they know gun safety. Because that is definitely not safety. And that's all I got for y'all today, man. Enjoy the summer, man. Don't burn up. Stay hydrated. You know, uh, enjoy the time while you can with your family or whoever. Just do stuff that you enjoy doing. Thank y'all for tuning in again to another podcast episode of What's Up Omaha. Don't forget to subscribe. Share it if you enjoy it. You know, tell your friends about the What's Up Omaha podcast. Small Guy Promotions. Omaha Fatty. That's what it is, man. As we end every episode. Smile. Help someone else smile. Laugh. <laughs> and help someone else laugh. All day. Every day. Peace out, y'all. Yeah. Go enjoy the go enjoy the day. Yeah.